five ways to make your detailing go faster. Hi, I'm Ivan. I'm Nick. And this is DIY Detail. We have five ways that make not necessarily your detail and just your car washing go faster. A bucket on wheels is amazing for efficiency. It'll make your detail go faster. Talk right. about that. So a bucket dolly, just having your bucket on wheels. You don't have to walk back and forth your bucket all the time. It normally takes you know, two, three weeks to train a bucket to follow you around the car. But once you've trained the bucket to follow you around the car, it makes it so much easier to do your detail. You're not walking back and forth to the bucket all the time. It's just that's wasting time, wasting energy. And having the bucket following you around is like a, a, a puppy. It's there, you know, it just wants to be with you. So a bucket in like a cart with like a cutout for the bucket to be kind of belly button height. I've seen you use those in the past. Yeah. Or am I kicking the bucket on the ground? Like, show me, talk to me how this bucket works. I know this is like simple stuff, but I mean, if we're gonna do this, I wanna do yeah. it right. So how am I moving this bucket? If I, You don't even want me to bend down most of the time. You want me to be super efficient. So I'm like, I'm envisioning the Ivan way. What do you right. do with the bucket? Having it in a cart is great. If you don't have a cart, at least have wheels under your bucket and get larger wheels. The larger the wheel, the higher the bucket's gonna sit up, the less you're going to bend. So yes, the point of not bending is a great one. But, and I always like to have the bucket in front of me, not behind me. So it's not following, I'm actually following the bucket. Which means, I'll take my wash media out of the bucket, I'll push it away from me. I'll wash that section, I'll move to my bucket, dunk my wash media, move it forward again, then wash the next section, and keep going along the vehicle like that. Are there DIY dolly solutions out there, or how would you recommend, yeah. should someone build their own, should they go out and buy someone else's, what do you think? There's a lot of great ones on the market. Look for bigger wheels. The bigger the wheel, the easier it will be to move. The easier it will glide. The less obstructions will bother it. So if you have very, very small wheels, and there's some of them that I've seen that, you know, they have like a, a three-quarter inch or a one-inch diameter wheel, you hit a grain of sand on the driveway and it's going to stop it. Uh, whereas if you have a good three or four inch wheel, now it's going to roll over an extension cord without a problem. Mm, that makes sense. You know what also makes sense more and more now that these cell phones can record such long videos? Yes. This thing you've been talking about since I started detailing probably six, seven years ago now, which is record, I never did it of course. Yeah. I don't listen to you most times until the fifth time and I'm like, ah, he's probably right. But uh, take a video of yourself detailing. Yeah. Take a video of yourself washing your car and you'll see just where you're losing time. Are you walking back and forth to a bucket? Are you looking for products? Are are you just spending an inordinate amount of time doing a certain task? Or are you, you know, washing a section and then rewashing that same section and then rewashing that same section again because you forgot that you washed it? So having that video and eventually post it on YouTube if you want, but you can just do it for yourself, watch it and realize, okay, I did this really well, but this step I could have done a little better. And you know, one thing you've seen in a lot of our videos and Nick is now gotten over this, but he used to think wheel wells were square. There was always a little triangle above the wheel well that he missed with his wash sponge or the, wa or the, the legacy sponge or the, the wash mitt. And now you're not doing that anymore because you've seen yourself on video so many times leaving that little triangle that you're not doing that anymore. I mean, you get to it eventually, but is getting to it actually washing it or just drying it with your towel at the end with a little ceramic <laughs> gloss and yeah. calling it a wash, right? I and mean, that's not the way to do it. But the more you spend doing what you love, 
I think is important. So what I mean by that is like, if you love detailing, spend as long as you want. Yeah. But you can love it and get efficient at it because if you're washing often, you don't want to spend three hours a wash probably. And, and if you get quick at it, it'll be more enjoyable. And then you can do other things you love, like spend with your family or your hobby. Yeah. So it's like, this is great, but like if this takes you two hours to do a weekly wash, that's a lot, you know? That might be getting in the way of you actually taking care of your car. Exactly. And driving it. That's, you know, they're, made to, yeah. they're meant to be driven. They're meant to have fun in. And we're saying, you know, you, there are ways to accelerate. There are ways to make your washing a little faster, a little easier for you. But at the same time, if you want to take the two or three hours to lovingly wash your car, there's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of people, they hesitate to wash their car because in their head, it's, oh, this is going to take me three or four hours or it's gonna take me one or two hours. If you can do it in half an hour and still get as good a job, then you're gonna be washing it more often. Yeah, if you could do it in 30 minutes, I'll bet you you would do it. Tell me this, if you're watching this video or listening to this podcast somewhere, if you can comment, if it only took me 30 minutes, whether you would wash your car every week. Because I think that's very prohibitive for yeah. people. Yeah, or it more is, often. It is, it is yeah. for me. Oh yeah, more often. Yeah. But I, in an ideal world, I would hand wash my car once a week. Yeah. I would. Ideally, yes. Yeah, but I don't have a garage. No. And so for me, it, I make excuses. It's cold outside, this, that, and the other thing. But a lot of you do have a garage or a driveway, right? You could set things up for success. Yeah. And one of the things that we talk about is mise en place. Or how yeah. do I say that in French? Mise en place, which yeah. means putting everything in its place. And putting everything in its place when you're done, that's sort of normal. You know, a place for everything, everything in its place. But before you start having everything set up, ready to go, makes it easier. And one of the ways of doing it is having a cart. And if you can have a wash specific cart, so you have your bucket set up, you have all the products you need for washing ready to go, it makes washing faster. And when you're done washing your car, instead of just throwing the stuff in the corner of the garage and driving away because you, you want to go get that ice cream cone. You have a big thing about ice cream cones and, and car washes. Well, it's a satisfaction. After the car wash, going to get ice cream or something. Yeah, you're giving yourself a, a tip for washing the car. It's a good summer thing. I yeah, think. exactly. Yeah, yeah. In the winter, maybe not. But in the summer, great. Uh, but nonetheless, when you're done, take a few seconds to just put everything back in this place so the next time you go to wash your car, it's not a, oh, I have to find this and I have to find that. No, everything is there. It's ready to go. Bingo. I think it's a great idea. I first learned about... Mise en place. Yeah. Uh, when I was trying to figure out how to be an adult and like learn to cook. Right. You know, and there were like these videos on YouTube on, on how to properly get your kitchen. And I've mentioned this before, but it's like, you know, if you're turning it around to go to the stove, there's no motion that's wasted. So anytime you're turning or taking steps in the kitchen, it needs yeah. to be a purpose. Right. So something's in your hand. So every step has purpose and everything is in its right place. And right. It's like, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, and detailing is the same way. If you're not making any moves that don't accomplish the goal, then you're gonna get through it faster, it's gonna be easier for you, and you're actually gonna have a higher quality product. So assuming someone out there has a garage, is there a couple of things that you recommend in terms of where things should go, where they should be placed to make the process of me walking onto my garage and getting onto that paint with my wash mitt um, faster and right. more efficient. Because I talked to someone else recently who has never done a rinseless wash. Yeah. And he was like, man, just setting up the pressure washer takes forever, da 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 So it's like, just getting to the wash step takes a bit. Yeah. You know, one of the friends of the channel is Cars with Keeve. And you can go on his YouTube channel and he's done a couple walkthroughs of his garage. He's revamped it a couple times. And he is great 
with organizational, well, great videos anyways, but great organizational skills and showing people how to set up the garage, how to set up your pressure washer to be efficient and for it to work the best. So yes, having your pressure washer on a shelf ready to go that you just have to flip the switch versus taking it out of the cabinet, setting it up, connecting it to the hose. So anything you can do that's a repetitive motion, a repetitive thing that you can automate or have already done for you makes it a lot easier. What do you do with your towels and your wash mitt after the job? You didn't just you know, have a crew of 10 guys working today, so you're a detail shop, so you have tons of microfibers. What if you have like a drying towel you know, and a wash mitt and maybe another, like three or four towels? Then what do you do with those? Right. Ideally, you'll want multiple towels that, let's say you wash every week and it takes you three weeks to accumulate a load or four weeks to accumulate a load of towel, have enough towels to live through that. Uh, I like to just hang them up to dry. Once they're dry, then I put them in my dirty towel bucket. Okay. Or dirty towel bin, whatever you want. For your clean towels, have them in a closed bin so no dust gets on them. And those are your clean towels. You know where they are. They're easy to get. A couple of buckets, right? We don't advocate the two-bucket method, but having a bucket for your wheel brushes, yeah. and then for your rinse wash sponge or Incredible Suds bucket with wash mitt. So maybe a couple of buckets there as well. Exactly. Uh, empty those out when you're done with the job. Yeah. Now, and another thing that we do here, we work as a team, we'll have a bucket on either side. Now, eventually we'll have wheels on our buckets once we get them out of storage, but we'll have a bucket on either side. So Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, it's a little bit more product cost. Yeah, uh, because we're doing it for videos. But yeah, I mean, if you're running a detail shop, it's it's profitability wise. Hey, if you don't care about a, a couple ounces here or there, you could have a bucket on either side. Exactly. When you wash the car. Yeah, it does but make it faster. It it does, but ideally, just get wheels on your bucket. There you go. Uh, we have two more guys, so we promised you five. We're gonna give you a bonus because that's we like, who we are. We like to be generous yeah. with the tips. Um, eliminating products is is tip number five to make your car washing faster. And I've, you've been into a lot of shops, and I see them on YouTube as well. And if you're a YouTuber, you get all the products you want. But, yeah, you know, imagine trying to train someone else on this or explain your process when, you know, depending on which way the wind is blowing and what color the paint is and how you're feeling, you grab a different product for the same use. I think I'm going to grab this snow foam today or perhaps this wheel cleaner or, you know, the thing that's going to be better on this particular vintage of a car. You know, it's like yeah, exactly. there's so many products in your cabinet. Right. And it takes, a, it takes time and energy to make decisions. It's, yeah. fun, it's fun, though. It is fun. Oh, having that collection of products and looking at it is great. But having that collection of products can also induce a bit of anxiety in a lot of people in the sense that, oh, uh, which one should I use? Which one should I use? Which one can I use? Which one is the best for this particular item? <sighs> Relax. Find one you like and run with it. That's the, the best advice I can give you. The other thing is you mentioned cleaning wheels. And this is somewhere that it becomes a bit of a marketing thing for a lot of companies, but they'll have a dedicated tire cleaner, a dedicated wheel cleaner, a dedicated bug remover, and an APC. When you look at the chemical makeup of those four products, they're pretty much an APC. So having a good quality APC. All-purpose cleaner. Yeah, all-purpose cleaner is going to save you time because now you're not spraying something on the wheel and then spraying something on the tire and then having to brush this one, but I don't want it interfering with that one. And then, oh, I need to go get another product because I have two insect remains on the front. No, just get a good quality APC. A good quality APC, unlike a degreaser, will clean your tires without making them brown. They'll take the browning out, but they won't make them brown when it dries. Uh, it won't damage your paint, won't damage the plastics, won't damage your wheels. 
but it'll do a great job at cleaning them. And the more often you clean your vehicle in terms of, especially the wheels, the less often you're gonna need to grab, what I was gonna mention was iron remover. Yeah. Right, so there's times when iron remover will be something you'll wanna add. So you'd spray on iron remover first, typically on a dry wheel. Hopefully it's not like hot yeah. in the sun. So you don't wanna work in direct sunlight on super hot scorching wheels that you maybe just drove. But yeah, just some iron remover, spray that on there, then foam some all clean over there for a good deep wheel cleaning. But if you're washing once a week, and you've been laying down some protection on there, maybe some quick beads sprayed off yep. at the end, or even ceramic gloss on a towel and you wipe it down, they're gonna be so much easier to clean. You can pretty much just wash wheels with rinseless. Exactly, and that is tip number six. So our, a little bonus tip is, wash your car more often. The more often you wash it, the less you have to wash it. And that's a weird way of looking at it. So that means that if you wash it once a week versus the person that washes their car every two weeks, the one washing it once a week is not gonna have to get out APC on the wheels, is not gonna have to get out brushes, is not gonna have bugs that have baked on for two weeks, at worst, they're gonna have been baked on for one week. So it actually makes it faster to wash it more often. Yeah, it's almost easy at that yeah, point. exactly. Almost too easy. Hmm. So how often do you wash your car at home? I'd say I'm probably on an every two week. I mean, yeah, I'm not in a place where like I have a brand new car that I love. It's, it's, uh, we're in the long-term commitment phase. You're right in the, now. Fa you've got the family hauler. I've so. got the family hauler, but I still have pride. I'm a detailer. Yeah. I want to take care of it, but I don't have a dedicated garage in Utah. So yeah. it's a little bit more of a challenge to try to keep up on it. But you know, the idea of a, of a new car or a car that I truly love, uh, I know I would want to do this very often, so I'm trying to think about the person out there and, and how we can help them. Right, and actually one thing that's gonna help you a lot is ceramic coat your car. Ceramic coating your car is not as difficult as a lot of people make it out to be. It's very simple, it's very easy, but when you, your car is ceramic coated, it's so much easier to wash, especially the wheels. Uh, you know, so if you're not able to wash it every week, ceramic coated, it's gonna make that wash almost as easy as the guy that's washing it every week. That and was actually number two on our list, but it was a small little list that I couldn't see. So actually, okay. we only gave you five, so this is the bonus tip, okay, actually, yeah. is ceramic coating your car. Yeah, definitely. Because that does, it does make it faster, for sure. Ease of clean. Ease of clean, that's it. And ceramic coating your car, don't just worry about the paint and the wheels, ceramic coat your interior. Our interior ceramic makes cleaning the interior so much faster and easier. It helps to repel dust. No, you're still gonna get dust, but you're not gonna get a heavy accumulation of dust as much, because it's not attracting the dust, it's just dust is gonna naturally fall on things. But it makes it so much easier to clean. Your leather is gonna clean a lot easier. Your steering wheel is gonna clean easier. Your infotainment system, all of that is gonna be a lot easier to clean. So ceramic coat, not only the exterior, but the interior. And with your wheels, Nick mentioned quick beads, that is, as far as I'm concerned, our biggest must-have product when it comes to cleaning wheels. It's not gonna clean your wheels, it's gonna make your wheels a lot easier to clean the next time. Quick Beads has this phenomenal ability to get in everywhere, because you're spreading it with water. So two or three sprays on the wheel, hit it with a hose, it's gonna get back there on the, the brake calipers, it's gonna get on the brake disc, and don't worry, it's not gonna hinder your braking. It's gonna get on your suspension if you spray it in there. If you have a pickup truck with the big open wheel wells, you're jacked up in the air, spray inside the wheel wells. They're gonna clean out easier. Once you have the them barrels cleaned. as well. Yeah, the barrels, the barrels of the well, wheel, wheel yeah. everything. So quick beads on those intricate areas that are hard to maintain, they're hard to coat, they're hard to, to clean, once, they, once you do have them clean, quick beads, it's gonna last a fair amount of time, four to six months, 
and it's gonna give you a nice coating on there. If you're into farm machinery, you're a farmer, you have ag equipment, the back end of the tractor, between the two wheels, where you have the three-point hitch, where you have all those hydraulic connections, that is a bear to clean. It's a bear to do anything with because it's very intricate and there's a lot of, lot of stuff there. Get it clean or when your tractor's new, get some uh, quick beads on there and then every time you wash it, add a bit of quick beads there. It's gonna make your life so much easier. And keeping that area clean, if you have leaks in the future, you're gonna be able to spot that leak faster. We were detailing a car the other day and uh, I was like, should we just do a ceramic gloss wipe down? You're like, no, we'll just do quick beads and then we'll do ceramic gloss on the drying towel and one spray on the paint after we've applied the quick beads and rinsed it off. And yeah. You said it'd be faster. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. But it actually was because it wasn't much time to spray it on and rinse it off. Right. And the paint was so slick on it. It didn't really add time at least. No, it didn't add time. We used, you know, maybe half an ounce of quick beads, so not a big deal. But well, I think I was spraying it. Yeah, okay, so, so maybe, half maybe a bottle. Else. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. But not, never half a bottle. Uh, but from that, what happens as well is so much more water is dropped off the vehicle that we have less water to move around to dry. And with the ceramic gloss, it's just even easier. So we'd already done a hose wash to begin with, so we were still getting the drips from the mirror. So it's not like anything was going to happen by introducing that hose at the end. No, exactly. That wasn't already there. So. I don't know, do you guys ever do the quick beads and then once that's rinsed off the paint, then you do ceramic gloss as your drying aid? Uh, if so, let us know in the comments below. It's an exceptional way to do your car and it always yeah. seems like it's a little bit glossier at the end. It's fine. So. One way to amp up the appearance of your vehicle is through polishing. And so maybe you're a weekend warrior. You've washed the car many times, you love detailing, but maybe you wanna take that next step into polishing. I want you to check out this video. It's top 10 polishing mistakes. There's a lot to learn here, folks. If you have questions, we answer all of them right here in the YouTube comments.